I'd like to thank y'all for coming out. This is the Here's Her Podcast. I'm your host, DJ D-Nice. And this is my lovely co-host, Miss Taya Tay. You know what I'm saying? And when we come to Brandon, y'all, and this Here's Her Podcast, episode one, it's some family values, some politics, some economics, and some relationship values. You know what I'm saying? So kick back and enjoy your time. Kick your feet up. You know what I'm saying? Either you're riding in your car or you're chilling at home. You know what I'm saying? Come hang out with us for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said, how you doing, queen? I'm doing good, baby. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. You know what I'm saying? How you what you been doing? <sighs> Tiring. It's the normal. What about you? Good, man. I can't complain. I'm here with you. Oh. You know how it go. But anyway, people, we'd like to welcome y'all. This is the His Hers Podcast, episode one. So, you know what I'm saying? My name is DJ D Nice. And by the way, this lovely woman right here to my left is my wife, Miss Taylor Tay. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here. You know, we just want to invite y'all into our household. We'll be here to talk about, you know, your everyday stuff. You know what I'm saying? What's been going on in the news, you know, what's going on in your marriages, your relationships, at school with your kids. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just give our perspective, you know, us being married almost um how long have it been 11 years 11 years hey <laughs> fellas it'll behoove you to know how long you've been married i was just kidding by the way don't even worry about that but uh yeah so um you know you got anything else to say before we get started you know? no this is our pilot so it's gonna be interesting to see how it looks like five years from now not five years from now. That is hysterical. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah. First off, I'd like to get a shout out to Orlando, Florida, Selma, Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, Tampa, Florida, rest in peace, Rosie Neely, Mama, Kevin Bender, Leo Crenshaw, Chanel, Lee Fizzle, Peggy Barnett, and uh, yeah, this whole podcast, you know, is dedicated to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, what we got? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. So, according to reports, R. Kelly is miserable in jail. The singer's lawyer, Steve Greenberg, spoke with the Chicago Sun-Times and gave an update on the condition of R. Kelly behind bars. Quote, Greenberg said, I've seen him get very emotional. He's dealing with a lot of stories that have been made up. He's not a fighter. I've seen him cry when he talks about the situation. He's also a spiritual guy, has a Bible with him in his cell, but he can't read it. It's basically there for comfort. Now he's being placed in MCC's 
SHU, a cell in solitary confinement away from the jail population and is constantly being moved from cell to cell. He has only the guards to talk to. Previously, it was revealed that the New York prosecutors were looking to use R. Kelly's medical records against him in his case. Now it's revealed by the assistant U.S. Attorney Elizabeth Jetus that R. Kelly exposed several women to STDs. Kelly specifically exposed those women to herpes, which his team previously said there was no evidence to back those claims. However, Jetus is saying the victims who were reportedly exposed have Proof to back up what they're saying. Hmm. First, R. Kelly is miserable in jail. Yeah, right. Man, I got it. R. Kelly probably got everybody up in the jail coming for his autograph. Well, I can't say that because they probably got R. Kelly separated from the general population, so he ain't nowhere around. You know what I'm saying? Anybody to be bothered, he probably got his own flat screen TV in there and stuff like that. You know, and then they moving him from cell to cell. It doesn't make any sense. But about the STD part, uh, they got one thing wrong in there. Women. Most of the people he probably gave, you know, that to is uh, underage children. Exactly. <laughs> Ain't no women. So that's the funny part. But uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, truth truthfully speaking, R. Kelly, he getting what he deserved. You know what I'm saying? True. He getting exactly what he deserved. Very true. A damn wake up call because, you know, they could have locked this this dude up like eons ago. When we was in high school, he did uh the tape came out when he was in high school. It was and, uh, nasty. Oh yeah, you seen it? Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> we seen it. What you talking about? You seen it? We seen it. When it, he was nasty. When it, when it broke back out and that case came up about him, um, from the previous case when we was in high school, it was on the internet, but they scrubbed it of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. I think it's just sad. Him and Bill Cosby. People forgot about Bill Cosby. He's still in jail, people. People ain't forget about him. He makes his nuances known, but nobody ain't forget about him. That Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. Well, R. Kelly, good little brother. Oh, by the way, uh, they had said something like, um, that he was requesting to have recording equipment in his jail cell so he can record. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's a negative. So he can do some provocative stuff and send stuff out. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, you talking about, like, uh, inappropriate pictures yes. or something? <laughs> yes. And get access to the Internet? No. <laughs> oh, man. That's a question. I mean... If the man want to make hits from prison, let him make hits from prison. No, he ain't going to try to make no hits. He's going to be trying to make videos from prison. Hell, they make money off of everybody that's dead. That's our legends anyway. No, I Michael Jackson. Agree. I think he needs to have the same type of jail time that others do when they are locked up. No type of additional privileges. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that, so. 
I mean, it does. I just think that they need to change the way that they have it set up for people who have money or who were um, famous and things like that. They should be treated just like the normal population. They shouldn't be secluded, making them have certain type of treatments. It's just not fair. Well, you know, they probably have that in a sense. I'm probably uh, sure that people pay them a little house visit per se. You know what I'm saying? Probably just started for money, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? But he ain't got no money. He's claiming broke. Oh yeah, they say he was a little bit illiterate. He couldn't read. Yeah, so what's the point of having a Bible <laughs> and saying for comfort? So he needs to be in there trying to read instead of trying to record something. Well, he got plenty of time to read. Pretty much. You better go to the law the uh, I'm sorry, the law dictionary and uh Look a couple of things up. So, so, moving on. Jeff Epstein. Jeff Epstein. So, quoting, according to CMZ, Jeff Epstein's autopsy confirmed that he died from suicide by hanging. The New York City Chief Medical Examiner's report refuted many claims that the embattled billionaire was murdered and they're confident, I'm sorry, confident that he died by hanging himself. The website reports that Jeff Epstein suffered multiple fractures in his neck and popped blood vessels in his eyes after trying to bed sheets to the top book in his cell and hanging himself. This was after he was taken off of suicide watch for allegedly attempting suicide on July 23rd this year. The guards reportedly fell asleep the night Epstein hanged himself and didn't check on him for hours. As a result, two prison guards were suspended and the warden reassigned. Wow. I just feel like this whole story is just a lie. First of all, it's just a coincidentally, he was on suicide watch. Two guards was watching him. It just so happened both of them fell asleep. And then he killed himself. No, I just think that they have him in hiding. And they're going to wait 10, 20 years from now. Somebody's going to say they see him <laughs> on an island somewhere. Really? Because he really didn't hang himself. I don't hiding? care what nobody said. Hiding. You think they got him somewhere hiding? Absolutely. Do you know how many people that was involved in this thing with him? And the, the number of political people that he can tell on... And the, the other millionaires and billionaires that were doing the same exact thing, if he was to open his mouth, do you know how many other people would be in trouble? Yeah, I think he's in hiding. All they did was made up this story. It sounds made up. He hung himself. Two guards both watching him are asleep at the same time. <laughs> wow. And he tied up bed sheets to hang himself. Literally. How tall are the beds inside of jail? They're not that tall. I don't care what nobody says. It's just not that tall. Well, you know, I think um, Jeff Epstein. Wow. Where's his body? Just like when I, we watch other news reports and you see people dying, you'll see blood in good, the streets. Where's his body? That's a great question. Where's his body? Have an open casket. Where's the funeral? What happened to the funeral? I.e., you know what I'm saying? I, I guess the family's not going to do a funeral. All the all the black heroes and black soldiers that's been, you know, gunned down by the wayside, 
even on the uh, camera. What's that? Eric Garner and all them. They had yeah, them on they camera. Yeah, they were on camera. All of them. Well, for one, you know what I'm saying. If he on suicide watch, then you know his bed, his sheets, whatever in his room is sort of like dumbed down per se for him. Exactly. Anything in that room, you can't harm yourself with. So exactly, and bed sheets, you hang yourself with bed sheets. Okay, like how are you for? There's no way with him and his body physique. You could tie the sheets around your neck and hang it on the bed. No. And then you're you're able to touch the floor. Hell, look at all those crazy um, videos and stuff you see on YouTube when the kids be trying stuff and tie stuff up on stuff and they just break right, like that. Right, but those are kids. They're not like five plus feet That's tall. That's my point. That's my point. But like, they're not five plus feet tall. So just listen again. He tied bed sheets to the top bunk of his cell and hanging himself. This was after being taken off of suicide watch. Normally when you're on suicide watch for the time frame that he's been in jail. So he ain't been in jail that long. So all of a sudden, okay, well, he's no longer suicidal. So we're going to take him off of watch. And then during that time, two guards are watching him and they're all of a sudden sleep. Both of them instead of, I can understand one fell asleep, but one is up, but just all of a sudden they're all asleep. No, the warden didn't reassign. He took his severance check and, and kept it moving. Just so that it'll keep looking good for the for the news. Well, yeah. Or you don't understand Epstein cut him a check personally. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, because you know it's not like he don't have money. He's a billionaire. And he no, he wasn't murdered. And he didn't commit suicide. He is living life and all they did was move him and put him in hiding. And he has a whole new life. What billionaire cannot create a whole new life? Well, you know, one thing that gets uh, really missing from the story, and it's really sad, is the victims in this case. Absolutely. You know, all the kids. Absolutely. You know, that kind of hit for close to home. I feel for every single one of them. You know, and then, you know, hell, some of them, they even the children of, of some of the damn people that's going over there. Yeah. Because I seen some pictures on how Trump be hooking up on his daughter. Sheesh. Yeah, it's disgusting. And he always talking about, look at my daughter. It's a she hot. I would, I, if she wasn't my daughter, I'll have sex with her. I mean, this wow. is the pervert that we have in office. So he's telling you to grab her by the pussy. So, I mean, he's just nasty Pause. like that. <laughs> Jeff Elstein, I don't think he committed suicide either. He probably, uh, I wouldn't take it that far as if, you know, like you said, he escaped from prison and they helped him get out and all that. Hell, somebody would have had a damn camera phone, some damn well. I think they probably got to him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably thought he was untouchable and he wasn't acting right and he wasn't doing what they probably wanted him to do, like, you know, a white. I don't agree. Take a rich white person out of that environment and put and him he's in a jail. Billionaire? No. You don't seem I like think a canary. What they did was put him in hiding. And they got him out, period, because he was in solitary confinement when he, well, yeah, when he, when they let him in, he was in a cell by himself. So ain't no telling where he was inside the actual jail. We don't see pictures once they go on the inside. Well, yeah, that's true. Just like El Chapo. I knew that was a lie. Oh, yeah, that's a lie. He's living a Vida Loca somewhere. Trust me. <laughs> He's living his life. 
All right, enough of pedophile talk. It's depressing, but you know, we had to give it to you as it come. That's All right. You know, I wanted uh, this next topic. I wanted you to touch on because I thought it was hilarious, but not kind of hilarious. I thought it was like borderline trifling. Like you, you can speak on this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Nicole Murphy, <laughs> Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, She's Nicole Murphy. Up. It's now clarifying and apologizing for locking lips with a very married man. Nicole was spotted kissing director Antoine Fuqua mm. over the weekend while vacating in Italy and was photographed doing so at at least two occasions. They were definitely getting cozy and appeared to be interacting romantically. Nicole initially said they were just family friends and had simply exchanged a friendly hello. She has another version now telling TMZ without going into an entire situation. I want to apologize to my family and to Leah and Fourqua family for what transpired. Nicole goes on to explain, it's not my intention to be in this situation. I do not condone women kissing or interacting in any way inappropriately with a married man. I too was once married and I would never intentionally undermine another woman, despite what has been written. As for Nicole kiss, as for why Nicole kissed Fuqua, who's been married to the actress Leah Rocan since 1999. We're told that she thought, what well, TMZ I'm speaking for, we're told that she thought that the status of their relationship was over. So, what you got to say about Miss Nicole Murphy, man? Ah, uh, she out here, you know what I'm talking about, popping that thing low, really, on the low low. You know, you see a uh, woman with a man that close, and she up on his ear, look like they just had coffee and donuts that morning. Yes. See, you know how I get when women get close to you. I don't play that. I get. That's very true, man. I, look, I can feel the tension. <laughs> I don't play that at all. But I could definitely feel for Miss Rakan because this ain't the first woman because she also did it to Lisa Ray. Oh, yeah, I seen Lisa Ray say something about that. Yeah, she said it was a, she's not the only one, but Nicole Murphy is known to mess with other women's men. I think she's gorgeous, but for her, I feel like that's like an insecurity or, or some type of like personal inside issue she must have with herself for her to be comfortable, be touching with touching on or being around other married men in that aspect. Wait, side note, I follow her on Instagram and you know, like some of her pictures and what she be doing, it's borderline, you know what I'm saying? Skanky. I mean, she's like in her 50s. That's what I'm saying. I would, if I'm my 50s and I'm single and out there pretty much doing me, I'm going to be borderline with you, too. <laughs> but it's a way to do that, you know, like for, True. you know, for men, you know, because I'm pretty sure like guys come up and talk to her and want to, you know, take her out to dinner and, you know, but I'm just talking about from my eyes, a man eyes, if I'm saying that, like, and you just like, you want an older woman, you want her to have class, something you know, mysterious about a promiscuous, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be like, ah, well, I done seen your whole body. You know? Well, I mean, she's the model. So, you everybody's seen her before. But that was 
pre-internet, like pre-social media. Like I mean, true, but just like the overall scandal, this is kind of like her forte. So she has a lot of scandals under her belt. I just I don't agree with her, and the inappropriateness that she's exhibiting. Especially with married men, being a married woman, I just feel like there's boundaries and there's boundaries that you just don't cross, such as messing with a married man, irregardless of how you think it's being betrayed. If you if if people are seeing you kissing and hugging on another man and they you know that that man is married, you know, you're wrong, period. Well, yeah, because, you know. If the roles were reversed, man, oh man, boy, listen, fire. don't even come home hey, at all, my dude. Door lock, clothes. You better have you some cash in your pocket because <laughs> the debit cards are cut off. Off. The credit cards are cut off. Off. The phone cut off. Off. So, <laughs> bro, and they, they don't, don't have pay phones, phones no more. You understand what no. I'm saying? So. Hey, look, it's a lonely road out there. That's if the roles were reversed. But, no, I think that uh, they said that it was over. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She allegedly apologized, and then she got back on Instagram and posted a picture like nothing happened. It's got thousands of likes, and it's just like another story. Mm. Nicole Murphy. Would I risk it? For her. What? And the survey says, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You tried it. Yeah. For the right price, hit me up. You yeah, feel me? <laughs> Y'all don't want to deal with this. Y'all don't want these problems. Trust no, me. but I guess that's why Eddie ain't with her. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Well, I mean, well, he was doing his own thing too. He cheated on her a lot. They said they seen him with that man riding up the yeah, street. Yeah, the tranny. <laughs> he was in the car with her. Oh, no. Not Eddie. Yeah, it was. Transvestite. Hmm. Eddie. Life. Hey, look. That's how they get out there in them hills. You know what I'm saying? On Hollywood Hills. But everybody want to be rich. I got you. Man. Yeah, I definitely don't want to... Uh, a woman like that, know an ex-wife, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. hell, her kids on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, that speaks. As a, When you're a mother, there are certain things you do and don't do. And the way that you're portraying yourself and the things that you're doing, your children are still looking at you, no matter their age. Even if they're older or not, they're seeing the type of lead that you're taking and you don't want them to follow your steps. So with that being said, you have to still be a role model for them no matter what age you are and what age they are because they still look up to you. I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm in my 30s. My mom's going to her 50s and I still look up to her. So there's certain things that I would help hit, hold her at a higher standard on than I would do the normal Jane Doe. Hello, mom. Shout out to Miss Miss Miller. Mom. <laughs> yeah. Um. What about? Yeah. That's just like all those love and hip hop bras. They are uh, oh, kids. Oh, they're all nasty. They're that's just what they gonna see. These. That's just nasty. Like the Mimi sex tape. What her daughter gonna think? 
Yeah, that's Man. nasty. I, that's a whole different topic. I just can't get into that. It'll be up. We'll need more than an hour on Mimi and Loving Hip Hop and Mona Scott and all of her shows. You can just smell the STDs doing because everybody's wow. just swapping spit. Everybody's with another man. It's just too much. Man, ain't that something? Mm-hmm. Boy, man, Nicole Murphy, what a role model! Man, just stop. You know what I'm saying? Moving on. So, let's get to the frenzy, the funniness. The ratchetness and the buffoonery. Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's. Oh, my God, yes. I have a story for this. Okay, here go the breakdown. Popeye's chicken sandwich must be spectacular because Twitter is filled with frustrated customers learning they're sold out everywhere. Even if you do not try to find out, good, good luck waiting in lines, but it's enough to topple chicken sandwich titan Chick-fil-A, which has been selling chicken sandwiches for 55 years. Now, before you go, me personally, I I had, I have had Popeye's chicken sandwiches before, but that's when we was in Florida, so I don't know what they're doing right now, but I'd have had them before. So, today as I was out on my little shopping escapade, My mom had asked yesterday, she said, tell your husband tomorrow to go grab a chicken sandwich from Popeye's and tell her how it tastes because she said the lines where she was in Cali was ridiculous. I said, okay, so today I was going to do a surprise and just get a sandwich and just bring it home. I... So there's the Walmart right there, and then the Popeyes is right beside it. So I'm thinking the line is for Walmart. They have the police out there directing traffic. People are actually standing in line, wrapped around the building. There's, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. The police the was police directing traffic. Was directing traffic because there's traffic. To get in and out the Popeyes. In the Popeyes, so they have people because. The lines were backed up, the traffic lights, because you drive in to the actual restaurant is sitting on the side of the road. Right. So then the traffic from Walmart, that people couldn't get in to actually get into the parking lot because the lines were so backed up. So the police was out there directing traffic. So I'm thinking it's an accident or something or something happened. And they're directing for, I said, I'm not going to Popeye's. I'm going to go, I'm going that way, going through the traffic. And he said, okay, you're going to have to go around and go on a side road. I was so mad. Like, I did not think people were going to stand in line for this. Because the funny thing is, Popeye's have been selling this same as that chicken sandwich. And it takes social media to create a frenzy about it, like a challenge, just for people to go and eat the chicken. And then you hear Chick-fil-A saying, well, we never sell out because we always have it on day. And Popeye's are selling out because this is not their everyday go-to. And they're also not open on Sundays. Go At ahead. all. But 
And then you have these memes pop um these memes popping up and it's showing McChicken saying, We're always here and we're cheaper than both. We're a dollar. So McDonald's is in the mix. But again, Popeye's been selling these chicken sandwiches for the longest. And people are only getting on it. It's like I said, it's crazy to me because social media will create a trend and people are so gullible that they're going to follow behind this trend just because social media told you so. It's just like the ice bucket challenge. Social media tell you to throw ice on your body and people out there doing this challenge. Social media tells you to jump off the bridge challenge. People jumping off the bridge. That's just a figure of speech. Please don't do that. I actually but, tried that one time. It was pretty cool. Kidding. You're lying. <laughs> But it's just crazy to me that it takes social media, word of mouth, to spread. And for people to all of a sudden want to just get onto this bandwagon and think, okay, well, let's go ahead and do this challenge to see whose chicken balance, who chicken sandwich is better when Popeye's been selling the same dry chicken for the longest. Chicken is pretty dry, man. No knock on Popeye's, but golly, goddamn. Chick-fil-A is good, but again, I'm not a chicken eater, so I just like their waffle fries. I don't eat chicken. For me, it depends on what area of your city that you're getting the food from. True, because some Popeyes, their food be hot and juicy like it's not been sitting out oh all day. Oh, my God. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> Boy, you get some of that chicken, that fresh out of that grease? Lord, have mercy. I'm talking about so hot and good. You licking your fingers? You know it's good when the side of your mouth get all that grease right there. Lord Jesus. I'll pass. Oh. I'm not a chicken With eater. a biscuit and some fries? Man. I'm not too you big on with? chicken anymore because Shit. there's so much sodium inside of the chicken. And since I've been on the keto bandwagon, I kind of let a lot of meats go. Boy, let me tell you yeah. something. Y'all can have that chicken. Sodium? Black folks don't care nothing about no sodium. They will care about that high blood pressure. High blood pressure? If it good and it going to make you full. Man, I'm, I'm in the game. I keep my 120 yeah. over 80. I don't even know what that is. I'm playing. It's blood pressure. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Give me some chicken. Hey, it used to be beer. I don't drink no more. So, uh, yeah, no. You don't need to. You're doing good, babe. I also stopped smoking. Woo-woo. Oh, I'm calling. We talk about nicotine cigarettes, people. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't see the big deal. To me, when they start doing stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? You know how my mind, this is conspiracy theory. Yep. D. Okay. Yeah, eating them clone chickens. I mean, next thing you know, you're going to be walking around like a chicken, talking like a chicken, plugging like a chicken. Or, or doing something else, or, or you know, coming back, spending your money for that chicken sandwich because they made it irresistible and they got something in it. It used to be to. like three dollars, and now they got the thing jacked up to like eight dollars, and people spending their money lines out the door galore. It just makes no sense, and they running out of chicken. Who does that? Popeyes, Chick Fil A. I always have that on deck, <laughs> but I. I, I, I remember I used to work for a fast later. food restaurant, and if you run out of one item or chicken or something like that, they have you go down the street to the other restaurant or on the other side of town and just get it from them. Crazy. That's how they do. 
guess. So, but with that being said, we can't even give the people nothing about which sandwich tastes better and what don't taste better. Well, I, I don't eat chicken. So, you had Popeye's chicken sandwich before, and you had Chick-fil-A sandwich before. So, out of the two, which one do you think is the best? Of course, Chick-fil-A because they got weird coke following people working there. It's like they always do what they say. They're cooking the food right at the right temperature. You know what I'm saying? They do be on it. And their service is spectacular. I'll give it that. They are very, very nice. Like, a lot of people say the reason why they go Chick-fil-A is because of the customer service. I mean, you're paying not only for the food, but also the service. They tell you, thank you for coming. They ask you how your day is. And they're really polite. When you go to Popeye's, can I have... It's a pre-recorded message that come on. Hi, <laughs> welcome to Popeye's. Would come you on, like man. to try our apple pie? Can hey, I have your order? Hey, and hey, then you get this unspontaneous person. It don't matter. And then you get this unspontaneous person that comes in and says, can I have your order? And you were like, I, I want to speak back to the other lady. She was right. nice. Hey, man. Service is service to me. Give not me a fool. I'm not going to give my money to somebody who's talking to me as if I'm bothering them. I'm there. You're there because we are your customers and that's how you get your money. If you treat your customers like trash, you're not going to get service. So then that means your business is going to go slow and you're not going to have no money. Period. I don't know. Me personally, since, you know what I'm talking about, I didn't had a lot, uh, had to work a lot of fast food jobs. I always try to put myself in their shoes. You don't try to give them too much hassle and, you know, and just go there and get the food. Even if they'd have been messed up the order, i just still be trying to, you know, just put myself in their shoes, you know. But nevertheless, I think their Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches are better. But to me, this is me. Popeye's food, better than me. When it's hot, that chicken. I'm going back to that chicken, y'all. Well, yeah, because there's more variety at Popeye's versus at Chick-fil-A. Yo, you just fry. have chicken sandwich, yeah, chicken this, and chicken that, and there's not, like, mashed potatoes. All I hear that. is chicken this and chicken that. Well, <laughs> that's what they have. That's what they both do. You're going to be a chicken after a while, I'm telling you. Not me, because I don't eat chicken, chicken so eaters. it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, what we got next? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. All right. During a press conference to speak about his new partnership with the NFL, Jay-Z explained that he plans to build on the issue with Colin Kaepernick was protesting. However, he thinks we're past kneeling. Jay-Z told reporters, I think we forget that Colin's whole thing was to bring attention to social injustice. So in that case, this is a success. This is the next thing. If protesting on the field is the most effective way, then protesters on the field. But if you're, if you have a vehicle that can inspire change or you can speak to the masses and educate at the same time as well, tell people what's going on so people are not controlling your narrative, not telling you your protest is about this. I think we're past kneeling. I think it's time to go into our actionable items. Hmm. Actionable items. What's actionable, Jay Z? 
I don't know, man. This whole thing tricky because, to me personally, Jay Z can do whatever he want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Spend his money how he want to spend it. That don't mean you fools got to follow, or you know what I'm saying. You want the one kneeling. You know what I'm saying? You ain't lose no money. You know what I'm saying? What I tell people in these situations, you know what I'm saying? Stop giving all these situations all your energy. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Y'all bonding in this and bonding in that. Hell, last time I checked, Jay-Z or any of these people don't help nobody or none of us pay our bills. Absolutely not. But, you know... I think they just use him as a pawn, man. You know, halftime shows, you know what I'm saying? He getting put in the head, you know, running the show and see who come on stage and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. All the the hokey pokey dancing, the same crowd. said in his song, I don't need an NFL. I don't need halftime shows. They need me. Right, right. They need us, yeah. But my thing with Colin Kaepernick, I don't see an issue, and I don't feel like he's disrespecting the flag, because if you read the president, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, it says, "What um, what I is it? Allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which we stand, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all." So. Why would you raise your hand up to the flag if you don't believe in those words? So instead of him raising his hand, he decided to kneel or put his hand over his heart. He decided to kneel because he feels that the words that the flag is being represented is is not correct. And it is true because it is injustice. For example, a black man can go out and and be in Florida as an example, stand your ground. A guy comes into his house and he shoots the guy because he feels that, you know, the guy is on his property and communicating a threat to him. So he's standing his ground. He gets five plus years in prison for manslaughter or involuntary manslaughter. A white man can do the same exact thing. Instead, chase the kid down the street, shoot the kid from the back, go back into his yard and get stand your ground. No charges. No charge. None. But this black man did the same exact thing that the white man did, minus running away, and he's in prison serving time. So he doesn't agree with the justice system, and he used his professional platform to just show that, you know, I don't agree with this injustice, so I'm kneeling towards the flag, but it's not a form of disrespect. Disrespect is like shooting at the flag, stumping on the flag, burning the flag. That's disrespect. But what he did was just instead of putting his right hand over his heart and pledging allegiance to a flag that's that's saying liberty and justice for all, it's not. So you can't say, oh, well, he was being disrespectful. That's not being disrespectful. And then for Jay-Z to tell people, oh, now you can stop kneeling. Okay, like, are you God? It doesn't work that way. He's just being a pigeon pond and he got his moment and now he's using it and he's using it with the NFL, but he just talked. All that junk in his song. So that's like controversy. It just doesn't make sense. It's like you saying one thing and you got everybody, oh, yeah, we don't need an NFL and the NFL need us. And then you turn around and now, hey, I'm entering this deal with the NFL and everybody no more kneeling. And then you basically, it's not throwing 
Colin Kaepernick kind of like per se under the bus, but what he's doing is trying to pretty much erase what he did. And I understand that Colin Kaepernick works for the NFL. NFL don't work for him. So that's like he's working. Well, he and, ain't in the NFL no more. Well, now, he now, got a no. settlement check for it. Right. But I believe there's a place and a time for everything. And if he didn't agree with, you know, doing the pledge or, you know, standing for the flag and kneeling, then, hey, that's you use your platform as you want to use it. Just like other, for example, like um country singers and rock stars when they're trying to promote things such as like, you know, LGBT rights or um, child abuse rights or, or pet rights and things like that with PETA, they use their social platform and stop and, and, and promote it. But when people such as Colin Kaepernick and other NBA and NFL players do the same exact thing, they get man like they'll get, they get talked down on or fire him, your president. Tell him to be fired or, you know, kick him yeah, out that of was, all kind of that SOBs. Was hysterical. That he, politics and NFL have no mix together. They don't they're not one and two. It just that that needs to be separated. And he shouldn't have put his biz, his place to tell the NFL what they should have had done to a player when that's not his job. When he's not even doing his current job in office, he needs to worry about that instead of trying to still be this this TV person, personality. Couldn't Man, think of the word. Speaking of Florida and injustice, come on, people. What y'all doing in Florida, man? Why George Zimmer still walking around? But all y'all talking about, I'm a gangster. I'm this. I'm that. Why he still walking around? And selling stuff on eBay and stuff. Come on, man. But uh, Colin started off sitting. And then, you know, one of the... Uh, one of the NFL play, NFL players came to him, and you know what I'm saying. It's more disrespectful, you know, because this guy was prior uh, military, and I guess apparently he told him it was uh, it'd be better off if he kneeled. That'll show more respect. Exactly, coming from a patriot. Oh, by the way, shout out to all my veterans, my active duty soldiers, all my soldiers and my friends deployed. Keep your head up. All y'all across seas and all my pride service, you know what I'm saying, soldiers. Keep your head up. I just wanted to get the end in there. And uh, no, it's not disrespect to the flag by it's kneeling. Not. But you know, People you just got to play your cards right, political man. political over anything just so that they can have a word. But Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick he got the bag, man. He took the bag on all y'all and, and ran. Nike. Ran, ran with the bag. And then these idiots out here burning shoes. So Nike honestly is not losing a dollar because y'all already purchased these shoes. So y'all are burning your own shoes that you purchased. So Nike's like, okay, whatever. Well, we got a shoe coming out, Colin Kaepernick. So it is what it is. And when his shoe come out, it's it's gonna be sold. And I'm gonna get a pair of them caught sure them, them Kaepernick five. Yeah, right. Whatever. So I think that's enough with the drama for the day. You know what I'm saying? 
episode one, you know what I'm saying, of the Here's the Her podcast. And, uh, you know, to wind down, you know, the show, we'd like to try something new to do something at the end of each show, if we could, you know, based on our experiences and, you know, our ups and downfalls through marriage, we decided uh, to try to give you guys some marital tips and marriage tips, you know what I'm saying, to try to help it, help you, me, for the guys, her for the women, obviously, you know what I'm saying, maybe you haven't dealt with certain situations, but the, uh, for right now, we'll go over some marriage tips and we'll start with uh, question one, we have three questions. How can we make our sex life better? I personally think the way, not just like us and Jip, but as a married couple, to have a better sex life is role playing. I mean, you are with this person. To death do you part. To death do you part. Why do you want to just keep it basic and boring? You always want to keep it spicy and high, and you always want to try and do different things. Like, even watch a pornos. I mean, you could learn a lot, even though, like, some of the stuff seems basic, but when you watch, like, certain type of moves or certain type of positions, you're like, oh, shoot, we never tried that before. Like, it's just spicing it up and trying something different. Even dressing up or doing your hair different or putting on a different outfit and just the way that you display yourself walking into the room, he can just be like, dang, this is what I'm ready for. It's just, you got to spice it up. Your sex life will be boring if you don't want him to be looking out at other women or other options or opportunities, you have to give him what he wants. Hmm. Like give him what he wants. Yes. For me, I would say, fellas, um, you know, try to put, you know, like she said, spice it up. Change outfits. You know what I'm saying? Role play. Uh, role play. Become a different person. If your name James, become Antonio from South Alvador or something like that. Or, you know, if you don't like that, become a big Aztec warrior. Or, you know, hey, rose petals never hurt, fellas. All over the bed. Some chocolate. It's that whipped cream. Me personally, I don't like all that fruit in the bed. I don't want to eat my fruit. I don't want to put it on your body and all that, but. You know, you know, you're going to have to do something special, fellas, you know, to keep it interesting, you know, especially if that's the only woman you're going to be sleeping with for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. Don't say it like that. And then I was hit by lightning. Whatever. All right. So, question number two. Oh, by the way, I hope that answered your question. By the way, people, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at His and Hers Podcast, on Facebook at His and Hers Barnett, and don't forget to, to hit that like button to subscribe, and if you want to make donations, you can make donations to His and Hers Cash App and His and Hers Podcast 
PayPal. Once again, that's His and Hers Podcast at Cash App. And PayPal is His and Hers Podcast. So, um, hit that like button, people. Question two. How are we going to make decisions about whose career comes first? Well, I'll handle that first. So, you know what I'm saying? Coming from an impoverished background and all the odds stacked against me, per se, you know, the white man be having his foot on my neck. That's what they be saying. You always talk about the white man holding you down. and You can't get no job. Hell yeah. But you got to fight through that, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Even if your spouse or your woman or your fiance makes more money than you and has a better than career than you, you know what I'm saying? Don't look at it in a bad way. Don't get intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Don't feel, you know what I'm saying, less manly, dismasculated, if that's a word. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just try to help your spouse out and get her to understand your situation, you know what I'm saying? And what's going on in your life, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, just try to get her to see the picture of where you're trying to head as well. And, you know, you might not take the same path, but, you know what I'm saying, as long as you headed to the same destination, as long as both of y'all get there, you should be all right. Agree. So, like, in our particular situation... I'm not going to say, like, my career came first, but my schooling came first. So I was able to go to school and get my MBA and a couple of other master's degrees along the way while I worked. And he worked part-time and was home with the kids because it was cheaper because daycare, as you know, ladies and gents, it's expensive, especially of us having twins. We were going to be looking at like $1,400 a month. That's that's more than mortgage and rent and light bills and all that stuff together. It was just expensive, so it made more economical sense for us. So for other people, I will say you would need to raise, the, raise out the pros and cons. If you have children, then of course... The person who makes the most money and that's going to be able to take care of the whole household should be the person's whose career comes first. And then the second person career could still be going and you just make sure you continue to support that person so that they don't get lost as well. Because just because you have your career going doesn't mean that your other per- your other spouse has ambitions and goals and by you just keep pushing you 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 it's like your spouse is like okay well when is going to be me 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 i want to do this or i want to do that you still have to be mindful that other people still has a life outside of like your actual full marriage that they want to fulfill they still have dreams they still have ambitions they still have goals there's things that they want to do but you just have to make sure that y'all talk, communicate, and make sure that you give the other person their time as well so that they can have their come up that, that can help benefit the family as well. So it's not really whose career comes first. It's just who's going to start out first and who's going to take it over and finish it. And hell, 
adding on to that, most of the time, damn, most black people don't even have a damn career. Just got a job. Damn. That's how it happened, man. Just got a damn job. What career? Moving on. Last question. How soon after an argument can we laugh about it all? I'm part of the petty train, so. <laughs> Let me just get this out of the way, fellas. As soon as you go apologize, then everything will start going back to normal. Apologize. Nigga, here, look. Do it with me. We'll do it together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry I made you mad. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mean to speak that way. Yep. Trust me. It works. I'm a part of the petty train. So until I get all that, you won't hear from me. I'll be quiet. Solo Della. Happy spouse. Happy house. Happy wife. Happy life. I can attest to that. I can attest to that. So I hope that answered y'all questions. And I hope you guys enjoyed y'all time with us. Once again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at His and Hers Podcast. That's H I S Z. No. H I Z. It's late, fellas. You can tell we got kids that got school in the morning. Oh, yeah. At his and hers podcast Instagram, H I S, H I Z, A N D, H E R Z, P O D C A S T. This is our first show, so please believe our next episode. You'll be able to see everything at the bottom of the screen. It's going to tell you moving forward. This is our pilot, so we're new. Everything will be in the description below. Yes. Everything will be in the description below so you can click and follow. So don't forget to hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. And. Let me check out my likes, right? Your likes. Like, like, like. Over here. This camera. So I definitely got to fix that. So with that being said. Love, peace, people. We love you. We hope you had a good time. We out. We love you. Peace. And you say I couldn't get in my